Welcome to Beyond Meditation Podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Jazzy. We started this podcast to share new ways to quiet the mind, get in touch with who you really are, and find alignment with purpose. We are here to empower you with our stories, tools, and knowledge. So grab some tea, bring your journal, and let's go go beyond beyond meditation. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Beyond Meditation podcast. We're very excited today to have on a wonderful guest speaker with us. Her name is Laura Tati Laura. She is an Akashic Records reader for Align Within. And Laura loves working with the Akashic Records and with the Akashic Tarot because they provide connection, guidance, and healing. As an Akashic Records tarot reader, she's here to accompany you to connect to your true self, your guides, your soul, and your story. Laura herself has been on this journey of working with the Akashic Records since 2019, and she has given readings to both English and Spanish speakers in Europe. Asia, Australia, North, Central, and South America. Well, welcome, Laura. We are so excited to have you here with us today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here today with you both um, in this beautiful space. I love listening to your episodes um, where you dive deep in um, tools and techniques when it comes to different like healing modalities and the interviews you've had before. And so I'm excited to be here today to share about the Akashic Records, uh, my journey and what they are and um, uh, how they could help people. So I'm so excited to have that conversation with you both today. Oh, beautiful. We are so happy you're here as well. So let's dive right into it. What are the Akashic Records? Um, Could you explain that to our listeners? And what do you think is their purpose? Of course. Uh, So the Akashic Records is a library. Many people say it's a library uh, where um, every single experience, interaction, um, every single conversation, um, anything that your soul has lived throughout lifetimes is imprinted and is saved in this library. And so that's why it's called um, a library, the history of your soul, because everything is saved here. And so you could access it. Uh, Other people see it as not only a library, but like a database or like a cloud, um, everywhere you save all the, everything that you go through, your, your soul goes through. And so through the Akashic records, we're able to access the history of the soul by, um, either saying a prayer or going through a meditation. And once you enter the records, basically it's just so you could ask questions regarding a certain fear or wanting to know what your life purpose is or uh, the connection you have to a certain someone within your life, a relationship. Basically anything that has to do with your soul, you're able to receive information from your library. Um, But it's also important to note that when you access the Akashic records, there's uh, guardians and guides. And so they are the ones that will, in a sense, provide you with the information that you need to know at this time, that's going to help you receive the clarity or the guidance that you need um, to continue moving forward in in your life's journey. Um, So there's so much information there. um, And you're, you're never going to receive information that you don't need at that time. You're only going to receive the information that you genuinely need 
to be able to continue to expand, to grow, to evolve, to continue on your journey. I love that. Uh, thank you, Laura. Um, I love that you also uh, are so open to servicing the and, and empowering the Spanish-speaking community as Laura Tati Laida. Um, I'm very interested to understand or to learn how did you become interested in the Akashic Records and kind of like what is your background story and what led you to becoming a reader? Of course. Um, well, I began my like he healing journey uh, during my Saturn return. I just knew that things had to change. Everything that I knew or that I was living through, I just, it was not for me. And uh, the way I knew that was by my intuition and just by hearing my guides and guardians. They kept on telling me, stop, turn around, don't do this, it's not your life. No, 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 stop, stop, stop. Um, and I just knew like it, things weren't fitting um, in that uh, time in my life, be it relationship, my career, um, friendships, everything was just not fitting. And so I knew I had to make changes. Um, and, and so I started to make changes, leaving a relationship, a job, uh, friendships, moving back home, starting all over again. It was difficult, but at the same time, I felt such a relief. And so I knew that I had to come back to myself in some way. And so in, in that moment, the, the way that I knew to come back to myself was through yoga. I just was so interested in yoga. And so after going on a solo trip to Mexico, and I spent a week in this beautiful eco-friendly resort in Puerto Vallarta. And the name of it is Shinalani. And it's it's surrounded by the ocean and the jungle. Um, beautiful scenery, um, amazing food. And it's just, I felt like I connected to Mother Earth there and just back within myself. And so I knew immediately being there for that week where I practiced yoga three times a day, I just knew I this is what I want to do. And so I started by... Um, becoming a yoga guide um, and uh, through Strala Yoga. And, and Strala Yoga is focuses more on mind-body connection, uh, working with your breath, just being within your body and moving in a way that feels good for you. Um, and that really helped me come back to myself. And so through yoga, I was able to really know what it is that I really wanted to do and what was not fitting anymore. And so I decided to move to New York. And moving here, I just knew that I was not meant to continue having a nine to five job. I really needed to really continue making those changes that felt more supportive. And I knew what I wanted to do was connect with people, people in such a deeper way. Um, and, and yoga was doing that, but I wanted a deeper connection. And so when I came upon, upon the Akashic Records through a podcast that I was listening to, uh, back then it was named uh, Manifest This with, with Ashley Wood. And she started talking about the Akashic Records. And I was just so interested because I just wanted to do something that I could do myself and I didn't have to look upon someone to guide me or to tell me exactly how to do it, when to do it. Um, I wanted to have that power. I wanted to empower myself and be able to do things in my own way. And so her guidance through um, talking about the Akashic Records and then having the workshops that she, uh, that she created to help people come back to themselves um, and ultimately uh, launching her um, the Akashic Records, how to read the Akashic Records with the Pinnacle course, I was able to fully connect more with the Akashic Records. And I felt such a connection to them um, that I'm not going to say today it was easy to connect to them and, and channel. It took me a year and a half 
to to be able to channel in the way that I do now. It was a long journey, but one that really helped me trust in myself to fully surrender, to really trust in my messages and um, and really connect in the way that I knew was possible because I was just so drawn to them. That was so beautiful, Laura. Thank you for sharing that with us. Now that you've had that year and a half to learn and try and explore with the Akashic Records, do you have a specific way that you channel with the records? Or um, maybe you could tell us more about what's worked for you and what didn't work for you. Of course, I first, because I was, every time I would say the, the opening prayer to enter the records, I felt nothing, saw nothing, heard nothing. Um, but I just decided to stay in the energy. And it was more like meditating. And so with time, I realized that there's different ways to access the records, not only by saying a prayer, being in meditation, but also by writing, doing like automatic writing. Also, if you're listening to some sort of like frequency or music, you're able to channel in this way. Even when you're walking, you could still receive, if you open the records and you go on a walk, you could receive messages. Um, there's also like guided meditations that you could um, you could be a part of that will allow you to also access the records in this way. There's so many ways to do that, including with the tarot. And that's where I'm focusing my energy on is um, the Akashic Tarot, because I feel like when I channel messages, it's just like energy uh, information coming down and I'm just channeling as it's coming. But with the tarot, I'm able to include it. And the tarot acts as either confirmation as to the messages that just came through or the tarot also offer additional messages related to the messages that I just channeled. And so there's more than one way. And when I, I talk to people who are interested in accessing their own records, it's I always let them know, explore with this childlike um, energy of like just exploring and not having to, uh, this expectation or uh, holding on to a certain way that someone does it. That's that's how I need to do it too. That's that's not the case. Um, just like uh, it's like learning a, a new language, and so it's going to take time. It it really depends how you learn, and and just figuring that out um, uh, throughout your journey of accessing the records. It's very unique for everyone. Everyone channels in their own way. Um, but throughout my journey, I was finally able to to figure out how I channel. And that was basically after surrendering and fully trusting and the messages coming through the energy that I felt, because the way that the messages come through to me is I literally feel energy just rushing down my body. And then I begin to see images like um, previews of certain things that are happening. I start feeling and then the voice that I hear is my voice telling me what to say and oftentimes it's like the person or my highest self if I'm channeling for someone it's their highest self that I usually communicate the most with or if I'm channeling for myself it's my highest self and I'm just saying or repeating what's coming through like what I'm thinking but it's their energy it's not my energy um because oftentimes like the information that comes through even like uh I always ask people did it resonate did it make sense because I'm just channeling what's coming through and I just want to make sure that the person uh, uh, feels like what I'm saying is making sense and it's resonating. So in a way, like it's a confirmation for me that, okay, what's coming through it is is for them and I'm not making this up. Um, and, and all the messages that come through for other people uh, always resonate and I, and I trust in that. And it took yeah. me a while to get here. Yeah. That's great. I've personally come to you with a couple of questions. 
And um, one of the things that I didn't obviously share with you ahead of time is I'm actually very connected with the butterfly and as, as like one of my spirit animals. And so um, when you were channeling, the butterfly um, came through. Um, and I know that she's always there when my life is in, in transformation and supporting me. And so to, you know, so it's, yeah, it's definitely, it was my energy coming in there for, for the, for you when we did that. So it was really beautiful. Yes. I remember the butterfly. Um, typically in the readings that I give to people, be it like one-on-one -on -one or through the written tarot readings that I do, there's always spirit animals coming through. And oftentimes they don't actually have a message. It's just, they're just showing themselves because um, I always follow up with an email providing the symbolism of that spirit animal. And every single time that symbolism it contains additional messages to support the messages that I just channeled for you. And it always amazes me. I do not recall every single detail that I channel in a reading, um, just the basics. But when I send this, the, the symbolism, a lot of people just email back and they're just so surprised because the symbolism just hits the point of the entire um, messages that that were channeled and and that even surprises me even now to this day I'm always so excited to to see like the spirit animals and when they come through I just see like uh, their outline um, and they pop in and out of the of the reading when when I'm in the records that's amazing yeah so what are some reasons that people come to see you and can you share the most interesting question you've gotten so far during a reading? Of course. Uh, mostly people come to me when they're seeking guidance regarding, for example, their life purpose, or they have this like unfounding fear, like they don't know why they have this fear and, and they want to know where it's coming from. And so we access past lives. Um, there's other times when they just want to know why a certain person came into their life, like what relationship that have they had before, have they had past lives before, and what were they, what were they like, what was the relationship like, um, anything has to do with career um, or, or tapping into their gifts, how, like how can they do that, what gifts do they have, have they had them in a past life, mostly we always go to past lives because that's where we, I am able to channel like the, the depth of, of information for them so they could get a full view as to why certain things are unfolding in the way that they have. Um, so it's mostly that, those, those type of questions. Um, but the most interesting question that I had once was um, in a reading, somebody asked me, uh, what's their connection with the new Earth Pleiadian and Andromeda energy? And so I heard the question and what came through to me was I channeled a distant galaxy for them in the sense where I was providing her like the symbols that were coming through. And I, I, I recall seeing letters and numbers and I was just channeling it as it was coming through. And so she let me know, um, she followed up with an email. And she let me know you, I can't, I, it's so I'm so amazed that you recall a distant galaxy of where these energies that I work with are rooted. That's where they come from, this mm -hmm. distant galaxy that there's no information on. I actually channeled it myself, but she never told no one about it. Um, and I was able to gather that information through her records and give her, you know, that confirmation that these energies are coming from this distant galaxy that she's working with. That is amazing. I actually had a spiritual healer telling that told me that 
um, my soul had originated in a, a as a Alpha Centurion and that my latest soul was from Andromeda. And I was like, that is too weird for me. So I'm going to put my that on the table over here. And then like two weeks later, someone else had brought it up. And I was like, OK, now I have to pay attention to this. And I started researching star seeds and uh, Lumeria and all these other things. So definitely very interesting and um, so interesting how we can not just channel energy here on Earth, but energies from other galaxies and other spaces and time. Oh, for sure, for sure. And so when people ask me, where is my soul from? Typically, I let them know which starseed they, they come from. But there's some souls that that I'm able to channel multiple star seeds. And so I let them know you're just multidimensional, meaning mm-hmm. your your soap was probably um, created with the Pleiadians, but you have spent so many lives with Andromeda or with the Syrians uh, or the Octurians. And so you have such a close connection to them that they're also coming forward and, and being here as support because you have such a close connection to them. And so, uh, and, and that's how I, I channel to them and explain it to them that you're just multidimensional. And, and so you're connected with all these star seeds. Um, and I'll, always after reading, I provide a little bit more information as to the star seed that comes through. I'm not familiar, super familiar with them. So I always like to follow up with an email that provides just a little bit more information about them. So then they could continue on with their own research. And oftentimes they, they make um, connections as to like the energy and what their mission is here on earth and and a lot of that really speaks to them. Absolutely. I find that Arcturians always kind of polarize towards each other because I'm an Arcturian as well. And um, it's just really interesting to meet other multidimensional beings and be able to talk about this openly. <laughs> yes, of course. And I, I, I mostly work with the Pleiadian um, energy and with the and with Andromeda. Um, uh, and I really love channeling through them because I, I feel like channeling these two energies, I, I, I tap into the angelic realm as well. And so I work a lot with angels and mostly archangels come through in readings um, and they're very present and their energy is just divine and, and so beautiful when they come through. And, and so when I open the records for people, the way that I work with their energies is um, they come through and I'm able to let people know who they are, what they look like, what they feel like, and where they're standing around us in that moment when, when I'm opening their records um, and when they're coming through and, and what they're saying and, and how they feel like. And, um, and and it resonates a lot with the people that I, I channel and those energies are really, really attached to them. And so I always let them know that these guides and guardians have been with them since their soul was created, but there's different guides that come and go depending on your journey in your life and and they're and they're there as a reminder or to hold space or to remind you of something and so they're they change they come and go but they're always there when you need them oh that resonates so much with me I was actually just thinking about that very thing this morning um how you know we're just we're always surrounded by love and I think that's um that's just so beautiful and it's great to to be able to feel that yourself all the time, even without, you know, being able to connect to somebody like you. So is there, do you have any recommendations on how someone can connect to their own Akashic records? Um, And how would someone get started on that? Of course, I always let people know 
um, begin with meditation because meditation allows you to connect to your breath. Connecting to your breath allows you to feel more present within yourself. Um, but I also let them know meditation could be different to you. It doesn't have to look a, a certain way, uh, like quieting your mind and being still. That may not work for you. That's fine. So find a way that when you're in meditation, you just feel more connected with yourself. Um, when you drop into yourself, you're able to like just really begin to feel energy running through you. Um, so I always say start with meditation. And if you really want to access the records, um, there's many prayers, many ways of accessing the records. So begin to explore in the way that um, a certain prayer might um, work for you, meaning you feel much more connected saying this prayer rather than this other prayer. So you'll know, you'll feel the connection. And so utilize that. And so that, in a sense, would, would be your key to accessing your records. And so if nothing comes through the first try, uh, do not give up. Uh, just continue to just be within the space. Just allow the energy running through you. And the way that I've explained it to people is like, imagine that you're in front of a door, right? And you you said the prayer. And so you're sitting there waiting for the door to open. The more you spend in front of that door, the door will begin to open ever so slightly, ever so slightly, because you're, you're um, coming near this energy and you're like feeling this energy more within you. And so you're rec recognizing it. And so you'll be building upon this energy and how it's speaking to you. And the door is going, going to open uh, wider and wider and wider to welcome you into the space where you'll be able to receive in such a way that's going to be unique to you. And that's going to be um, hearing the messages, feeling the messages, writing them, or hearing them when you hear music, it really just depends. And it's it's this is a moment for you to explore in a way that um, you feel connected in that moment to be able to connect with your records. Uh, because accessing the records could once again be via prayer. Um, you could um, listen to a meditation that's going to guide you to um, uh, opening your records. And, and these meditations could vary. It could be like, uh, you're being guided to a cave where you're accessing the records. It could be to a tent and you're accessing the records. It could be actually going up to the to the to the stars and connecting the, with the records there. It really is different. And so I always let people know, just explore, pick up a book. Uh, there's many books on the Akashic records. Um, I read most, I, I feel like read all of them just because I want to see how they've, they've um, uh, written about the Akashic records and the process and how people connect and how they've taught people to connect. Um, so there's many books that you that are available to you to be able to access the records. Um, but the one that I'm excited about that's coming um, uh, in July is um, the one that Ashley Wood has written titled The Line, A New Way of Living with the Wisdom of Your Akashic Records. And this book is has modernized the records and how you're able to access the records in such a way that it's more about um, receiving the guidance immediately by connecting with that energy that you have within you. Um, also connecting to your breath and using movement to be able to connect back within yourself to then be able to connect with the messages coming through. Um, and, and this book will have a lot of exercises and journal, journal prompts that again, lead you to come back within yourself, because um, that's where the information will be channeled through within yourself. Amazing. I can't wait for that book to come out. <laughs> Me too. I'm so excited for it. I, Yes, I've, I've read all the books. So I'm so excited for this one. And I feel like 
the way that Ashley Wood um, guides you to access your own records, records is in a way of like really coming back to yourself and not having to look upon someone else to let you know when you're ready. Mm-hmm. Um, she gives you the tools um, that rediscovery within yourself so you know when and how to access the records and when you're receiving the messages and trust trust and surrender um, because ultimately uh, you you will always have access to them. It's just like breathing, um, but it's like relearning how to connect with them and receive the messages that are meant for you. Mm, very interesting. I'm also curious about, um, are you able to just access the records anywhere, like in the middle of the subway, out in the streets, or do you have some sort of ritual and do you set time and space to be able to access the records? What is What does that look like for you? I love to access the records when I'm in my space, in this space. Um, because I like to ground and do this like guided meditation before I enter the records, just because um, I, I just want to be fully connected, fully grounded before accessing, because that's how I'm opening myself up to receive, because it, depending how open you are to receive is the amount of information you're going to receive. So oftentimes, of course, you can open the records while you're out and about, but the messages are going to be short. They're not going to be detailed because it depends on how much um um, how much of your attention is within the records and what you're doing uh, otherwise. Um, so there'll be short and quick answers. If you want to receive more in-depth answers, it's best to have a place to be able to access them when you're in meditation in a space in your home where you're able to ground and receive. Uh, and that's how I access. I always um, do a guided meditation where I'm connecting to to the energy of the Akasha, but also grounding at the same time, just so I'm able to receive all the messages coming through um, and then closing them after always closing them, making sure that I'm really cutting that connection and coming back to um, this earthly plane by grounding. Um, and, and, and that's the way that I do it. That's the way that it works for me. Um, yeah, that's how I do it. That's amazing. Uh, do you recommend for people to connect to their records daily or is there some sort of cadence that is recommended? Of course, I do uh, suggest people connect to the records daily if their intention is to access their own records, because in doing so, you're um, interacting with that energy and you're letting that energy run through you. um, And it's becoming clear to you as to how you're receiving the messages as you continue to practice. So if you really want to access your records, I suggest a daily practice. But if you are able to already channel from the records, um, you should access them when you feel truly feel you need guidance and you're, you're, you want to connect with them in such a way that provides this uh, partnership and, and this collaboration with your guides and guardians because they're, they're your, your guides and your guardians and they're guiding you within this journey. So really just asking yourself, am I going in the records to receive guidance or am I just going into the records because I want them to tell me exactly what to do because the guides and guardians are not going to give you the answers so you could do exactly what they're telling you to do. They're going to give you guidance so you could come back to yourself and you know utilize your free will to be able to do the things that uh, you know are going to best benefit you, but they're not going to tell you exactly how to do that. And oftentimes, if that's your intention, the guides and guardians, they're just not going to say anything because they want you to come back to yourself, come back within and lead from there. They're they're here to offer guidance, but they're not here to do it for you. 
I was just going to ask that if if they've ever not told you something because that person or you you yourself would have to kind of figure that out. Um, so that's really interesting. Thank you for sharing. Of course, yeah. I've I've gotten it. I've had readings where people have asked, or not only asked, but have been very limited, and they want their guides and guardians to tell them like specifics. Uh, dates and times of when this is going to happen what that what is that going to look like how are they going to look like and so they literally just stay quiet and in that moment as a channel I stay quiet too and I don't challenge channel anything because there's nothing to say mm-hmm. um, they will not respond to those type of questions they do not respond to yes or no questions um, they always respond in such a way that they're leading the answer back to you and providing you what you need so you can make the realization, so you can make the connection. Um, Because that's the way it is, because you have free will to live the life that you know you're able to live, but they won't tell you exactly how to do that. That's why you have free will to do it yourself. And along the way, of course, you're going to learn things, you're going to experience things that maybe you didn't want to experience, but at the same time, you're learning from them. And so you'll begin to choose differently. Yeah, I could not agree with that more. That's that's so amazing. I was just looking back at um, some of the three questions because you do automatic writing as well. Um, and so I'd, I'd asked for three written questions and um, one of them, I, it just really resonated even now, like the answer is coming more and more clearly to me. Um, and what are the next steps that I personally would like to take, you know, in regards to this question? And it's just so aligned in love and it, it was it was quite beautiful. So, but I love, I love that you're, you're telling us about how, you know, the guides are not going to just tell you, you know, exactly what to do. Step one, step two, step three, right? Exactly. So how does someone know, you know, if they're meant to be called um, as an Akashic reader themselves for others? Of course. Um, I'm going to use myself as an example. Once I heard the Akashic records, what they were, I would just pull to them. It's just like, I want to know more. I want to learn more about them. I want to channel in my own way and just being inspired by like other readers and how they're doing it. Just having this pool, it's just like, you know, like this is it. I really would love to do this. And so if that's the case, I always let people know, explore it. Just do not compare yourself. I know it's hard, but try not to compare yourself and just begin to explore the records in a way that will fit you. And how, what I mean by exploring like automatic writing, listening to a certain frequency or listening to some type of music, uh, depending on what time of the day you you may channel, how you channel. Maybe you could use different modalities. Uh, for example, I use a tarot, but I've also used Reiki and the yoga to access the records and provide messages within these modalities as well. Uh, so many people do human design, um, angel readings, oracle readings. It's just really this is the time for you to just explore with this childlike adventure of just like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. We'll see what comes out of it. And not having like this rigid laser point of like, I need to do it this way. And it's going to look this way because you're limiting yourself and you're boxing yourself in and you're not really allowing yourself to explore in a way that you're meant to explore. Because if you are meant to access the records and be a channel, that's a journey within itself. So you're being led on this journey of self-discovery of, 
how you're meant to utilize these gifts in these in this life because you've done it before. And so now your soul wants to reconnect with them, with this gift, but in a way that is going to be for the now in this modern time. And so explore it. And I always let people know, just explore it, read the different books, um, listen to uh, different meditations or read different prayers. And even the prayers aren't supposed to be even that long. It could be just two sentence where you're just um, uh, opening the records as in um, today, I would like to open the records for, you know, name. Um, you say that three times, the records are not open. It could just even be as simple as that. Um, it's just, it, What matters is the intention that you have behind the reason why you want to access the records. Um, if your intention is really genuine, that you really want to be a reader, it will it will happen. But if you really want to utilize the records for something else that it, it's not meant to, you're always going to have blocks and blocks and blocks to be able to access and to be able to channel. So true. Um, very interesting because every modality you just mentioned, I've used and uh, it's always different with every single client. Um, So it really is all about what you're comfortable with and what you're gravitated towards. And um, I'm also wondering from everything you just said, have you ever experienced a situation where maybe it wasn't the right uh, situation or um, the right thing to open the records? Or I guess in other words, are there any drawbacks to opening the records? Of course, the drawbacks are that once you're able to access this beautiful energy and this amazing guidance, um, I have felt through readings that I've done uh, that people just have accessed and accessed and accessed in such a way that they just want to hear what they want to hear. Um, and they and they don't fully accept the the different channelings that that or messages that are coming through in a way that is leading them back to themselves so they could they themselves uh, come to their own conclusions they want specifics and when this happens you are not within your own power like you are having someone else tell you what to do and the records are not for that the records yes hold the history of your soul but that that information is not meant to be used in this way of telling you what to do um, because that's taking away your free will um, and the choices that you have within yourself. And so when you you take that approach of wanting to access to just get information to tell me what to do next or what's going to happen next and how am I going to be able to uh, go through this or um, work through it, um, you're basically giving up your power. Um, and so the guides and guardians, the energy always within the records is so loving that they will they will just like, not give you the information, but in a loving way. And they will just, the energy that I feel is like they're giving you like this hug and they're, they're basically saying, it's not time yet. So when you're ready, come back. Uh, right now you need time for yourself. It's in, in a way they're giving you like a time out in a, in a loving way. Like you're not gonna receive anything right now because you're not meant to, um, you're not open to it. Um, you, you still need to work with what you need to work through to be able to, to receive what you need to receive. You're not ready yet. That is so amazing. I like it a lot. Um, so if someone wanted to learn more, what are some recommended resources as um, that you would, which one would you recommend someone who's interested in starting? Of course, I will definitely um, let people know about like 
the there's just you know go onto Amazon and just uh, type in Akashic Record books so you could see all the books that there are. Um, but me working with Align Within as an Align Within reader and actually have been I done all the workshops that she offers. I recommend the workshops that she does, especially um, Clear the Line, Release Fear, because that uh, the way that Ashley does her work is that she offers these meditations where she's guiding you back to yourself. And so the way she does it is like um, she takes you to this place where you're able to see your own guide, see yourself and begin to feel how you feel within that that meditation. And it's all from within. She guides you to really go back within yourself. So I definitely recommend that workshop, Clear the Line, um, Clear Fear, um, Clear Fear. And, and it really helps you really see and pinpoint what's holding you back um, from accessing your own gifts or even accessing the Akashic Records. Um, definitely her workshops and her course really helped me connect within my own Akashic Records, um, accessing the, the Akashic Records uh, with the Pinnacle course. Uh, the way that she, she she teaches the the records is basically it's a friend talking to you about what the akashic records are, who the guides and guardians are, uh, what the process is like, the energies coming through, messages coming through. She gives you examples of like the questions that you could use as well. I actually have 111 questions to choose from within like my email list. When somebody signs up through my, to to my newsletter, you'll receive more information about the akashic records, the 111 questions that you could choose from. Um, other tips and tools that you could utilize when accessing the Akashic Records. And that could be like utilizing a crystal, utilizing the tarot, um, different frequencies that you could listen to. Um, and, and that's what, what I guide people to. And also going on social media, and there's a lot of Akashic Records readers out there that do it differently. And so there's one in particular, um, Rebecca of um, Creating Consciousness podcast. She does... Um, these workshops that are, she guides you through the Akashic Records via meditation. Uh, and she does these monthly where she changes like this month, for example, February said, uh, uh, accessing the Akashic Records, you know, to access like love, um, shadow work, uh, just different, different themes. She does these meditations based on accessing the Akashic Records. And that, that is another reason, another way to be able to access the records. And so definitely, I always let people know research, do your research, because uh, if I connected with Ashley Wood, you may not connect with Ashley Wood. You might connect with Rebecca. You may connect with me. Um, just really um, research and, and, and follow your inner guidance, and you'll know who, who, who you're meant to connect with. Um, because there's so, so many people that I read for that have had amazing experiences. Others have that expectation of having the same experience that others have had with me. And it might not, it might not been the, exactly what they expected. And so always just explore. I let people know, just explore the way that I have. I have explored so many different modalities, um, have taken many workshops with different people just because I just generally want to learn. And so I always do that research to see how they do it, what their energy is like. Um, so yeah, definitely connect with different people, listen to different podcasts. I love your podcast because you've talked about many different modalities and, and that's where to begin. Like as the conversations that you've had with others and just within yourselves, just the way that you explain things. Um, that's another way to like begin to open up to learning different modalities and different ways of doing things. Uh, so definitely, um, Align Within provides a modern way to access the records. I'm actually working on a course where I'll be teaching people how to access the records with the tarot 
in in an intuitive way um and i'm excited to to bring this forth in the next coming months but yeah those are the resources that i have for people really just books and podcasts and and just looking up readers and just seeing what they offer and and how you could connect with them oh my gosh thank you for sharing all of that and we are totally looking forward to hearing more about your course and and what you offer so you'll have to let us know about that because that sounds really magical of course yeah i'm so excited about it oh and because as you had mentioned jazzy about I actually channel it English and Spanish. So if you go to my website, you will see English and Spanish texts. Um, and so within the course that I'm that I'm working on, I'm actually going to happen in English and Spanish. Uh, and the way that I see this course happening is where I would love to work with a small group of people because I often feel the ones that are really interested in accessing the records, they, they need more guidance and, and they really want that connection. Um, that's something that I was looking for myself, but I didn't have that. So that's why I feel it took me this long to be able to access until I was a, finally able to practice with random people. Um, and that really helped me connect to my own records and be able to channel in the way that I do by actually practicing with people. And so the way that I see being able to offer this um, course is really bringing a sm small group of people together so we could all go on this journey of, of connecting within the records and being able to channel and really understanding how we receive because everyone's unique. And I'm really excited about this course and offering it in English and Spanish. I am so excited for that. It is so hard to find healers and people in the space that offer both, um, let alone Spanish. Um, I speak Spanish, but I struggle with it because I don't I don't practice it enough. But once I get into the groove, I can speak it. And so I would be really interested in taking your course in Spanish so that I can be in that environment and also connect to my own ancestors and my own, you know, my own uh, most authentic self um, by connecting with that language. Oh, yes, of course. And it's so interesting when I channel for people that are bilingual, um, because like loved ones and ancestors come through, but they speak in Spanish. And and so I'm translating it. Uh, other times I'm just, you know, channeling exactly what they're saying in Spanish. Um, and, and, and they obviously understand it because they speak the language. So I always let them know, um, if you're bilingual, more than likely this channeling, this reading is going to be bilingual, depending on which guide is speaking. That's how I'm going to channel the messages coming through. I love that. Beautiful. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much, Laura, for joining us today. Um, this was a magical time together. And I feel like we learned so much and we're excited to share this with our listeners. So if our listeners want to connect with you, what's the best place? Um, I have my website, lauratatilaira.com. And so that name is on all my social media handles uh, at lauratatilaira. And I'm, I'm mostly on Instagram. Um, and I love sharing there behind, uh, behind the screen magic of what I do throughout my day. Sometimes I take pictures of like the crystals I'm working with, the tarot, I'm getting ready for a reading after a reading. Typically, depending on the reading that I have, I'm, I, I have like a hot flash after a reading and I'm just like, just trying to cool down and drinking a lot of water. And, and I like to show people behind the scenes of, of uh, what it is being an, a full-time Akashic Records reader. And I love doing this work and being able to show people a little bit about what that's about. So I'm mostly active on Instagram, but um, I always, you know, let people know, uh, follow, um, 
go to my website and sign up to my newsletter because every month I offer um, monthly reading for like the, the month to my email subscribers, both in English and Spanish. So it's in the Kashuk Tarot reading. Um, and I provide the channel message along with like the, the tarot cards I pulled and, and how they support the message for the month. And I provide that um, the first of every month. Um, I'm also, I also channel, uh, uh, give us uh, a monthly message in Spanish um, on Hacia la Cima podcast. And so I do that every month where I channel the message for the month in Spanish, just talking about the energy and what to expect and, and how to be within the month. Um, and I do that in, in fully in Spanish as well. So you could find me there as well every month. I love that. Yes. So beautiful. Thank you so much again for connecting with us today, Laura. Um, we were so happy to have you today. Uh, thank you. Thank you both for inviting me to your beautiful space. I love listening to your podcast. Um, and thank you so much for giving me the space to be able to share my journey uh, and share my work as an Akashic Records tarot reader. And um and I, I really look forward to connecting you, uh, connecting with both of you down the down the line, and also connecting with anyone else that listens to this beautiful podcast. And actually, I created now that I'm thinking about it, I created a 10% off a promo code for my shop. Um, whoever listens to the podcast, they could um, use the promo code uh, Beyond Meditation, and you'll get 10% off uh, your. Uh, written uh, Akashic Tarot reading. And I believe I have six different options on my website that could range between a two-card reading, three-card reading, four-card reading. I have the Akasha, the release, and the Metatron reading. Um, and so if you're interested in me channeling uh, messages through for you via automatic writing, utilizing the tarot, you could use that promo code to receive 10% off your, your reading. Amazing. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. I love connecting with you both. And um, I look forward to um, maybe connecting again uh, down the line. Thank you. Awesome. Well, thanks everyone for today's podcast. Please follow us on Beyond Meditation Podcast on Instagram and connect with Laura on Instagram at Laura Tati Laura. Um, and we will link that below. Thank you.